In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text is taken from Ruth, chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went away full, and the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi, when the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me? This is our text. The name Naomi means pleasant. And the name Mara, or Mary, means bitter. Naomi was Mary's namesake in the Old Testament, who was blessed to have a role in the ancestry of David and thus of the Christ. But Naomi met with bitterness in life that tried and tested her faith. And so she asked to be called Mara, or Mary, in the same way, Mary, the mother of our Lord, was also warned that bitterness would come into her life. When Simeon saw the infant Christ in the temple, he spoke this prophecy to Mary from Luke 2, verse 35, And a sword will pierce through your own soul also. He spoke of the bitterness of Good Friday. Let us meditate on our Lord's death from Mary's perspective. And this is our central idea. Every believer can identify with Mary's loss. The first thing to realize is even the most blessed may suffer. Mary was the most blessed, declared so by the angel. She was blessed in so many ways, visited by an angel. She heard the witness of shepherds and magi at Christmas, as well as Joseph. She had the perfect son. Imagine what beautiful temporal blessings to have a perfect son like Jesus. One who was without sin, one who loved a mother the way he should. She was blessed in so many ways, and she meditated on the promises with patience, as the beautiful phrase Luke says, she treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. The promise that the angel gave that he will be great, that he will have the throne of his father David, that he will be Emmanuel, God with us. She was able to meditate on these promises with patience. You and I, if given a promise that our son was going to be great and he lived at home until age 30 working as a carpenter, you and I might be tempted to say, when are you going to get on with it, son? But Mary had the patience to wait on the Lord. And when her son began his public ministry, Mary heard the word of God and kept it. 
Someone on occasion said to Jesus, Oh, blessed is the woman who mothered you and gave and nursed you. Jesus said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And because the angel declared Mary to be most blessed among women, we know that she heard God's word and treasured it in her heart. She was blessed to hear Christ preach. She probably witnessed some of his miracles. Nevertheless, God afflicted her. She understood the growing opposition to her son. Our Lord's ministry is sometimes divided into three years. A year of obscurity, where he went to rural places in Galilee. A year of popularity, when his reputation got around and people wanted to hear him and maybe see him do a miracle. And then there was the year of opposition. As the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Herodians all put aside their own conflicts with one another and agreed that Jesus must be done away with. Mary heard him speak of going to Jerusalem to die. I recall once my mother-in-law reacting to my father-in-law. My father-in-law was 10, 12 years older than my mother-in-law and he spoke about uh, one of these days he's going to die and she reacted with shock and horror. And that is an unthinkable thought. Any mother who hears her child speaking of dying is going to be troubled. Mary was no exception. And then during that holy week, managing her pain of soul when she heard that he had been arrested in Gethsemane. And she knew of the crowds demanding Barabbas instead of her son. Imagine her hopes lifted up by the thought that Pilate thought he was innocent and yet Pilate gave way to the opposition who demanded the death of Christ and the release of Barabbas the murderer. And on the way of sorrows, perhaps she was among the women of Jerusalem who wept for Jesus. We know from John's Gospel that she was present at the cross and she heard his painful words, woman, and then gesturing to a the disciple John, behold your son. And then to John, behold your mother. He was handing her off to John to care for her. It was a true farewell. A farewell to inspire sorrow under any conditions. Now to lose a son is one thing. Some of us present have endured such a loss. But to see it happen, public, disgraced, dragged out. She was truly a lady of sorrows. And what of her faith in the promises, those promises she had been patiently treasuring in her heart all these years. She was like Abraham who was commanded to sacrifice the son of promise. And she was faced with the question, was God lying? Didn't he mean what he said? That Jesus would restore the throne of his father David. 
you and I have trials and temptations. We cannot always bear the trials and temptations that others must bear, so we look at them with compassion, with fear and trembling. That's why our Lord taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Such a trial and temptation was laid upon the mother of our Lord. In three days, God would shine a new light on the situation. But her Good Friday bitterness was real, genuine, and deep. But even more real, more genuine, and more deep is the promise and its fulfillment. Every believer can identify with Mary's loss because unlike Christ, he died because of us, because of our sin. We can identify with Mary's loss if by God's grace we can share in the faith that she had, in the hope that she held, and in the love that she had for the dying Savior the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of faith, hope, and love leads us to mourn with Mary and all the church the death of her son. But it will also lead us to rejoice in his promised resurrection. May you be enabled to identify with Mary's loss and be united with the church in its faith, its hope, and its love of the dying Savior. Amen. Amen. And the peace of God that surpasses understanding will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Oh.